my gosh. It has been quite some time. Here we are in a new year and a new decade. And I feel like I've recorded this so many times, both the day I'm recording and a few days in 2019. And I just feel so out of it. I'm just rusty and I haven't really been, you know, I'm not really used to this. Podcasting is a muscle, guys. You gotta you gotta exercise it and do it as much as you can because I feel so uncomfortable, but I know I'll get into the groove of it again <laughs> once I start doing this more consistently. But yeah. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Coffee and Convos podcast where the best conversations happen over coffee. I'm your host, Alyssa, and I'm just so excited to be back. Ah, now, first things first, I feel like I have to answer the big question, and that is, where have I been? What have I been up to? Why aren't you doing coffee and convos? Is the podcast still a thing? These are all questions I've received over the last year. I know I've been super inconsistent in the beginning of 2019, and... I plan to change that with starting with this episode. So it's January 2020, and the last you heard of me <laughs> was May 2019. And that is a long, long time ago. And um, to answer all those questions about where I've been and what I've been up to, I did want to share that it's because I had a baby. Not a baby baby, but I started a new business. I started a business called Futures Past. Futures Past is a production company. We specialize in unscripted and scripted content for commercial, lifestyle, travel clients, and it's been amazing. Um, we do so many things, and I started this with my partner, who's also my romantic partner. You may know him he is Fittest Rex on the internet. He also goes by Ian, but now he prefers the name Adrian. So hopefully you could find him. <laughs> I don't really know. Um, but we formed this business together, and I feel like this is very important for me to tell you because it just plays into the role of where I've been and where I'm headed and what we're creating together with Futures Past and beyond. So I'm just really excited to share that with you all because I don't feel like I have. Um, so he and I have started this company beginning of 2019, so almost one year ago. And the reason why we wanted to form a business together is because we felt like alone we could not really get the clients that we wanted to get and maybe we did but we knew we that we could offer something more and we just felt like if we can partner together we'd be able to not only get clients who have a bigger budget but we'd also be able to maximize our time and be more efficient especially because I don't do a lot of video work and he does and we split a lot of the photography work and I do most of the back end and strategy stuff. So it's been really, really cool to see that dynamic kind of unfold over the last year. 
I feel like like any relationship, business relationship, friendship, you know, there's going to be bumps in the road and it is so not easy, but it's definitely been worth it. And I can honestly say that it's the best decision we've ever made because it led to so many different opportunities over the past year, which I will definitely get into. But yeah, that's kind of the main reason why I've been so MIA because we had to focus so much time and energy into building this business, taking care of our little business baby. You know, you can't you can't leave it alone and expect it to grow and nurture itself. So it was definitely something we had to do together and it's been really cool. I feel like starting this company has definitely set the tone for 2019. It allowed me to breathe a bit more, even though I didn't focus a lot of time on coffee and convos. It gave me a lot of time to focus on the type of business I wanted to create, who I wanted to create it with, what kind of clients I really wanted to go after and work with and partner with. And it was such, it's been like a really amazing and enlightening experience and I look forward to seeing what the next year and beyond look like because we're almost sitting a year in business and it's so crazy that we started off with like a little brand photo shoot for some products that are friend made but then here we are working with some really awesome big local and international and national clients and I'm just so blown away that we made that happen. And now that we have entered 2020, we aren't like, we're not as stressed as we were a year ago when we entered 2019, not really knowing how are we going to do this thing? How are we going to make money and all that jazz? Another thing that really took up a lot of our time in 2019 was opening up our first studio. We were able to open up our own production studio. We called it the launch pad. It was so freaking cool we got to bring in our photo and video equipment we got to bring in our furniture we got to make the place as snazzy as possible so on brand so chic so cozy very studio home like I don't know how to describe it but it's like one of those things where you had to be there having this space was a very short-lived experience and just due to unforeseen circumstances, we had to leave the space. And I was bummed a bit because I felt like a failure at the time. It felt like now we don't have like a place to do our work and we don't have a place to host events and we don't have a place to run our business. But in reality, we started this business from home and we could do it again. Um, For those of you who don't know, one of my biggest goals was to open up a space, whether that looked like a coffee shop or a production studio space. I just knew I wanted to create a place that was inclusive, that supported the community, where anyone can come by, share their ideas, create something because we have the resources. I just knew that I want to provide these things for others who don't necessarily have the budget or don't necessarily have the means to do so. 
Um, we were able to rent the space out for people and their intimate events. We were able to rent out the studio space for photographers and filmmakers. And it was just so cool to see the different walks of life who would walk through our doors. They were of all ages. They were of all different backgrounds. They all did so many different things. We had um, Mary, who's a healer. She hosted the first event there on June 2nd. She brought, she did like a, I believe it was like a full moon or new moon ceremony, but that was epic. The energy that was in there was so infectious. And then everything from like intimate uh, concerts to, again, like really epic photo shoots. It was just so cool. And though we're not in that space right now, I know we'll definitely be doing it again. Um, you could see or anticipate a Launchpad 2.0 very, very soon. More updates on that. But going back to my point about feeling like a failure, that was like one of the moments that I, I really had to get over. But it took me a very, very long time. For anyone who has put their heart and soul into something, who has, you know, felt the blood, sweat, and tears from creating and doing what you love, I know you'll all understand that when that thing gets taken away from you or when, you're, when you can't kind of pursue that thing anymore for some reason... It sucks, you know, and <laughs> I really had to embrace like the suckiness of it and grow from it. And it took me such a long time. People, I mean, obviously through a breakup or through a loss of a friend or anything, they're like, oh, well, time heals everything or it'll just take some time. Well, yeah, no, duh. But when you're actually in it, it sucks in that moment. And honestly, I think it took me like three or four months to finally be like, you know what? I'm cool. Even though I kept telling myself I'm fine, I knew I wasn't fine. And it definitely took a toll on me mentally and creatively. And that's another reason why I could not show up on this platform and give my all. A lot of people have reminded us that Futures Past is not the space itself, it's us. So wherever we go, the community, and our people will follow. And I definitely look forward to that again. Something like one of the mantras that we like to say is create something today that your future self will thank you for. And that for me, because I had to go back into a place where it didn't feel creative. It's my home. I really had to find different ways to, to challenge myself and be creative. And I felt like I did that in the kitchen Mostly because I don't really like to cook, but I felt like if I did, I got to make something. You know, I get to touch the fruits and vegetables with my hands and I got to prepare a meal and I get to enjoy it. And it's so outside of my comfort zone, but it's also like I had to do it out of necessity because I got to eat. <laughs> so it was like one of those things where I really had to find joy in the simple things and I really had to find some some activities for myself that kept me inspired and felt creative, even though it wasn't like taking photos every day or 
having meetings every day or hosting events because, you know, you can't really do that at your personal home. Um, obviously, the photos and stuff you can, but like hosting events like that, eh, it could get kind of tricky. I really feel like that opportunity has led us to be so much stronger, especially because we now know that we can do the same thing, execute something just like what we did in our old space and and do it fearlessly because when we did it and we put our all into it, it was so scary, you guys. Like it was terrifying. It was probably one of the most hardest challenging things that I've ever had to go through. It wasn't only straining mentally, but physically and also just with my partner because there was times where we didn't see eye to eye and there was times where it stressed both of us out to the point where we were like, how are we going to pay rent? How are we going to do this thing? How are we going to fund this? And how are we going to make this happen? But everything worked out and we did the best that we could do and we made literally the best of every single situation and challenge that was thrown at us. And I know that we are capable of so much more. So once we do get Launchpad 2.0, it's going to be amazing. And I cannot wait because we have these big dreams and goals of creating beautiful sets, working with so many awesome creators and makers locally to create some epic stuff. So I'm really, really excited. And I feel like that kind of helps me transition into the next topic about where can or what can we expect of coffee and convos in 2020. I'm so excited because I feel like I've always, I always told myself like, coughing like this year coughing convo is gonna take off you know like every year I said that like this is gonna be the year this is gonna be the year I knew in 2019 I couldn't do that because I really had to focus on our business and make sure that is the thing that's staying like above water and making sure that it's doing its thing so it can focus on coughing convos and I'm happy to say that it that we are in a good place at Futures Pass so I can start focusing on my fun side projects <laughs> and now I get to plan out my annual event called unfiltered I get to reach out to different venues and different vendors and artists and musicians to get involved with that like I, I get to start planning and I'm actually so excited about it I feel like in the last um, two years in 2017 and 2018 when I first did it when I had no experience whatsoever it was so scary and it was like the most stressful thing because I was just kind of like talking out of my ass about like oh yeah I'm gonna do this event do you want to help and for whatever reason people helped and <laughs> put it together and now I know I feel like I'm just a lot more confident I feel like Everything that's happened from the last few years has definitely put me in this position where I know what my values are. I know where I stand. I know what I want things to look like. I don't, I need, I know I need help and I know who to reach out to. Whereas before I was just kind of, you know, reaching for anything 
or like fishing for anything that like bit my bait. You know what I mean? And now I am in a place where I've connected with so many incredible creatives and makers and entrepreneurs where I know I I don't have to do this alone, whereas before I felt like I had to. Um, So I'm super excited. Unfiltered's definitely coming back in 2020. Um, You can expect weekly episodes for Coffee and Combos, starting with this one. And then you can expect some um, pop-up live podcast events. I really want to have these conversations in front of people. And I think that would be really fun because it's one thing to have this conversation by myself, but I'd love to just have other people's input. I'd love to meet and hear all of you and what your like thinking what your concerns are how me and my guests can help I really want to be able to have a good mix of in real life experiences and digital experiences so there's a good there's a good thing brewing here and I'm really excited because now that we have like the tools and the access to certain things just the quality of certain things will be better and I'm super pumped about it Um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like I've listened to a few of the episodes and I know some, like some of you have listened to older episodes as well. And it's really awesome to, to know that the people that I've talked to are still impacting or inspiring your lives in one way or another, because even though that their lives have changed in one way or another, they, their story And that, like, those moments in their lives have still found a way to to lend that, like, inspiration just because they're sharing that personal experience, that vulnerability, and that power that was in them to take a leap or to talk about really scary things. And that's awesome. So, yeah, I'm really excited. So in addition to kind of updating you about where I've been and how 2019 was for me, because it was definitely a doozy, lots of ups and lots of downs, like anything in life, um, I really wanted to to share just like a few different lessons that I've learned over the last decade that have really impacted my life, my mindset, and my perspective, and how I want to approach life for the rest of my life if that makes sense um I don't know if these are going to be numbered but I'm going to start with the first one and for me that is staying open-minded and embracing change that's like a two for one but hang on with me I honestly don't think I was open-minded up until like maybe seven years ago when my like life fell apart right like when I graduated college. I thought I had everything figured out, but then my boyfriend at the time broke up with me and I was just a hot mess. It was terrible. I hated it. I know it was was pretty ugly. Like I, I was not in a good place, but at the time I had nothing to lose and I knew that I had to be open to what the universe had to offer me and Through that, I made a ton of new friends, one that happens to be Ian or Adrian, whatever you want to call him, but 
like to think about that right now. Like we've known each other for six years and I would not have met him if my partner at the time did not break up with me. And if, I don't know, I knew we might've crossed paths because I feel like we were in similar groups of friends now that we've like really reflected on it. But anyhow, aside from the point, I was very open-minded to meeting new people because I had nothing to lose. And I had to embrace change, even though I was so uncomfortable and so like not in my element. I was so outside of my comfort zone. It felt like I really just, I, I did anything that I could. I started to network. I started to go to networking events. I started to try new things. I picked up a camera <laughs> and like, I just did whatever I could because also at the time, I think I was at a part-time job at like a movie theater and I still didn't know what I wanted to do. And it wasn't until later on, like me, like what year was that? It wasn't until I got my PR job and then I got my marketing job that I was like, okay, cool. Then I have like free time and I have the income to do stuff. But all I wanted to do was to continue to connect with people. And that's how Coffee and Combos is born. And, you know, if I didn't stay open-minded and I didn't embrace change, I would not be where I am right now. And this, I feel like we could kind of translate this into multiple things and something that I really want to be open-minded about and want to continue being open-minded about is how we communicate with others because we all have different communication styles we all have different productivity styles. We're all different people. And because we're all so unique in our own ways, it's, I found that it was really, really hard, but really easy for me to get out of my comfort zone because, you know, it's like, hey, I, if I risk myself being weird in front of someone, they could just walk away and it's fine. But if they accept my weirdness and they like show me theirs, it's cool and we're friends. But, um, that was something that really shaped the rest of my life and led me to where I am today was just being open-minded, embracing the change, the different changes and decisions in my life that I had to make just so I can feel and be the best version of myself. I've really learned about how people communicate. Like sometimes people prefer texting, sometimes people prefer FaceTime, and sometimes people prefer in real life, like, conversations. And I'm definitely one of those people. So it's really cool to kind of understand that and be open-minded to the different types of people who are in this world and how we can all support each other. And I feel like that's a huge, huge part of my life is just continuing to be open-minded and embracing whatever the universe throws at me, you know, because I don't know. I didn't expect to be a producer or photographer and here I am, and it's kind of the most amazing thing, and I'm not mad at it. I feel like the second, like, main lesson that I've learned is collaboration over competition. I came from a place where, in my family, I feel like a lot of people compete um, just based on, like, the nice things that they have and it was always a comparison game and 
I always knew that it wasn't good, but I always fed into it because that was like the lifestyle that I led. Um, I was raised that way. And so even if it wasn't with my family directly, it was with someone else in my field or it was someone else that I admired. And I was like, man, I wish I can do that. But they did it already and I suck. Or it would be another different conversation about how I didn't like them because they thought they were better than me and they're my enemy or something like that, which is insane to think about because there's so much room for everyone to thrive. I know there's that commonality or that common theme of people thinking that there isn't enough room in a space like they're like each space is saturated like being a business coach being a blogger being a photographer everything saturated and you guys it's like (laughs) no one is you it took me a really really long time to own who I am and be okay with it (laughs) if that makes sense, because I'm at a point in my life now where I'm no longer comparing myself to other people. I'm only comparing myself to myself and how I was yesterday or a year ago or 10 years ago. And yeah, you know what they say, comparison is the thief of joy. And the whole imposter syndrome thing and the whole competition thing it's just not fun it's a it's a really really toxic behavior and when you do fall into it I feel like it's it's kind of like um quicksand you just fall deeper and deeper deeper into this like toxic hole of like I'm not good enough I'm not worthy this person and that person and this person in my community are already doing the things that I want to do And this sucks because that means I can't do it. But trust me, we all have our audiences. You know, we all have the people in our tribe who support us no matter what. And that's what you need to look out for. You need to speak to those people. And yeah, it took me a real long time, guys. Like, (laughs) but I promise you, the second that you're no longer comparing yourself, to anyone else is like the moment that you're finally free and accept who you are and what you have to offer because we're all so unique and we're all we all have sure the same skill sets but we execute everything in a different way just like how when Ina and I take a photo of the same thing they're slightly different because our perspectives are different and that is so important to acknowledge is that nobody else is you So own it, do not compete with everybody or anybody and, you know, feel free to reach out and collaborate with those people. Expand that community, you know, if there's another photographer who shoots similar to you or if there's another person in your community who's another business coach, reach out, maybe do a course together. I don't know, but collaboration over competition. There is so much room for everyone to thrive. So be sure to start thinking about that. (coughs) (coughs) Oh, my God. 
The next point I really want to share is about letting go. Let go of things that no longer serve you. Let go of the past that's holding you back. Let go of anything, anyone who just doesn't fit in your wavelength or your lifestyle or where you are at mentally right now. There's been so many times where why can't I breathe? There's been so many times where I realized that I would lose my friends and these are like long lifetime friends. I thought I'd be friends like ride or die forever and ever friends and There are certain times where, you know, behaviors change and it's just different. And I really had to learn to let go of people who no longer either supported me or understood what I was trying to do or just didn't really, like, value me as a person. And... And it was, it was really hard. Letting go is not easy. And this is coming from someone who just a few weeks ago finally let go of high school grades and college papers. Yep, I still had a big fat stack of all these things from the last 10 years. And I was just like, why do I have this? And it was just taking up space in my room. It was taking up space just physically. So it was, so it was just so important for me to finally let it go and release so I can reset and cleanse my space and, and enter the new year and the new decade with a little bit more clarity. Um, I feel like with letting go, it's so important to first reflect and after that reset. And it's, it's so needed. I feel like, I feel like I'm just on this whole tangent about life and like what I've experienced and I'm getting a little too personal, but honestly, letting go has definitely allowed me to open myself up to more opportunities, to more friends and new people in my life who have showed me so much love the moment that I've met them versus the people who are in my life for years and years who ended up not being able to reciprocate that same love. So don't be afraid to let go. The next point that I want to make is to really prioritize your health and wellness I feel like I've 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 seen myself go through phases where I'm like super pumped about like going to the gym, running, eating healthy, and then like six months later, or let's be real, like a week later, I'm like, ah, kind of over it. Consistency is so key, especially when it comes to health and wellness, because what will happen if you die tomorrow? because you didn't take care of yourself or <clears throat> or because you didn't think about your health 
for your wellness and your well-being and like it's it's crazy to think that anything can happen to us you know like tomorrow's not promised and I don't mean to be morbid at all but it's just to to prepare yourself mentally and spiritually and physically to be the best version of yourself in all sectors that includes your career that includes your relationships that includes your health and wellness like why wouldn't you want to take care of yourself it really took me a long time to finally embrace that part of myself because I started going to the gym consistently at least four to five times a week um this past summer and I feel so much better about myself and I'm not doing it to look good for anyone else I'm doing it so I could feel better about myself and I know that I'm doing something for myself to to be active to be physically active consistently because the girl's getting older and you know it's difficult out here (laughs) but in addition to that point about health and wellness is also prioritizing rest rest is so necessary and whether that means you have to disconnect from social media like a couple hours out of the day hopefully you do more than that you know <clears throat> or you take a nap a midday nap for 20 minutes or you take a vacation rest is so important and so key and i know not, not a lot of us get enough sleep because we're overstressed or overworked etc cetera, etc cetera. but just know that rest is necessary for you to thrive in your health and wellness journey because I love to rest. I The different ways that I decompress and give myself that moment of rest, sometimes it is a 20-minute nap because I wake up at 7 in the morning, I go to the gym, I make food, I work for three hours straight, then I take a 20-minute nap, and then I continue working. It's It's whatever you want it to be. And sometimes maybe rest is meditating. Maybe it's letting your mind have a break. Like however you incorporate rest into your life, make sure you do it. This next point for sure is by far the answer to everything. And that is to take action. Nike said it in three simple words, just do it. And I hate to quote Nike, but I just did, so whatever. But it's so simple, but it's so complex at the same time, right? Just the words to take action. It means to, to like put forth the motion of like, all right, I'm going to do this thing, and here you go. I know taking action is very difficult because I know I've hesitated so many times in my life to take action. And there are times where I'm like, I wonder what happened if I did like pull the trigger on reaching out to this one person or I wonder what would have happened if X, Y, Z. Taking action is the best thing that you can do for yourself. It allows that courage, that braveness, that fearlessness that you do have inside as your power to finally 
step into either a place that is uncomfortable or to step into your next level of life and to be unapologetic about it. Taking action is honestly the best thing you can do for yourself. The second that you do, it's the moment that you finally own your true power, whatever that is, whether it's taking action to ask this nice boy next to you out on a date, or it's taking action and reaching out to a potential client or partner, or it's reaching out, I don't know, like I'm running out of examples, but taking action is key. There's been moments where I've always felt defeated because the times that I would put myself out there and reach out and pitch myself for potential partnerships, um, I would get turned down or I wouldn't hear from them. But there was always like, for example, I remember when I was pitching two hotels in Seattle, I took action, looked up all of the different email addresses and all of the different boutique hotels that I could potentially partner with. And I put them on an Excel sheet. There's a good handful of, I want to say like 30 hotels that I reached out to. I only heard from one. Um, And I heard from two shortly after. And I finally heard from one that said yes. The other three said no. Or the other three said something along the lines of like, "Uh, you're not what I thought sounded like. You're not good enough. But really they were saying, oh, this is not the right time. Feel free to reach out another time or, you know, maybe we'll find a right fit some other way or other time. And it was in that moment that I felt like the second that I got that yes is when all those no's didn't matter. But it shouldn't feel that way or it shouldn't be that way. It should be I put myself out there. I took action. And whether or not I have a yes or no, I freaking did it. And own it, you know, that's like a little win of yours. Like celebrate that because that's all it takes. And the more that you do it, it's like exercising that muscle again, right? Continue to create something, take action today so that your future self will thank you for it. You honestly will never know. You see those huge YouTube stars, you see singers and songwriters You see all of these famous people popping up out of nowhere, but they're not just popping out of nowhere. They took action and put in the work. And that's really all it takes. I feel like we're all kind of like, oh man, we're all seeking inspiration and motivation. But the answer truly lies within yourself and your willingness to take the action to take that leap. So I feel like I finally did that because... I did give myself the excuse of like, "Ah, I don't have any podcast equipment. And oh man, I really want quality stuff. And that's me being me because I'm so spoiled that I had studio quality equipment in the past. And I really wanted it again because I didn't want to just record something on my phone and put it it up online. And that was an excuse. And we, like, like, we're all humans. We give ourselves excuses, which is, it is what it is. But at the end of the day, <clears throat> I don't want to be on my deathbed and regret not taking action towards my dreams and goals. And I hope none of you have to do that either because we're all in this together. 
And that's why I'm here. So I could support you in any way I can. And yeah, I feel like that's like pretty much it. But I did kind of want to lead that because it kind of bleeds into another point I wanted to share that popped into my head. And that's to take action for yourself. Don't do it for anyone else, but your damn self, you know, celebrate your wins and honor your self-worth because you are worthy of everything you dream and desire. There's, there's a reason why you have those dreams. There's a reason why you have these ideas and these thoughts. And there's a reason why there's a fire within you when you think about those things and what, what it would look like if you accomplish them. It's waiting for you to take action. The universe, us, your community, we're waiting for you to take action so we could all thrive together. And that's really what Coffee and Combos is. Like, I really, there's the, the reason why I want to, like, have these conversations with so many incredible people is because they're awesome. I want their story to be heard. And I want to let them know how amazing they are because they took action and they recognize that like, if I didn't do this, I wouldn't be where I am. And that's why I'm so excited to just bring some newness into Coffee and Convos in 2020 and beyond because I feel like there's a lot of things brewing and I'm just so, so excited. And I hope you all continue to follow along and listen to me chat with all these people and just have these like solo episodes and whatnot. But overall, I am incredibly thankful for all of you for still listening to the podcast, to earlier episodes and everything in between, checking out the website and sending sweet messages still. I know I've been MIA, but that's definitely going to change moving forward. I appreciate you all, and I look forward to sharing more conversations with you, introducing you to some incredible people who have impacted my life personally, and all that jazz. Like, I don't even know where to start because I could just continue rambling. But if you want to keep in touch, be sure to follow along at Coffee and Convos on Instagram and continue to tune in every Monday. And if you want to check out what I'm up to personally, I post a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff and random inspirational quotes on my stories. You can find me at Alyssa Mopia. Um, I'm working on my personal site. And I'm pretty active on Instagram, and I share random crap all the time. <laughs> and um, if you want to see more of our professional work, you could check it out at futurespast.co. And it's also found on Instagram as well. But overall, I'm just so thrilled to be here. That is it for today's episode. Thank you all again for tuning in and I will chat with you all next time. Bye.